I am a failure. Wow, that was hard. Let me say that again. I have failed at my life. That wasn't so bad. Now, what's interesting about what I have just said is that you've probably never heard anybody in your life say a word like this. In fact, we spend a lot of effort, time, and energy in order to prove ourselves, prove our worth to other people. Quick pause. This video is brought to you by techlead.ting.com. Ting Mobile is a smarter cell phone plan that can help you cut your cell phone bill in half. See how much you can save at techlead.ting.com and you'll get free $25 just for checking them out. For many of us, we spend our entire lives trying to prove the exact opposite of this, that we are somehow, in some way or another, a success. And my belief is that, and many people will tell you this, is that your ego, your pride, quite often holds you back from being self-reflective, being able to improve upon yourself, from taking chances because, hey, if you were to take a chance and make a mistake, people may realize that you're not so successful, maybe that you're a failure, that you're somehow unqualified or just not good enough, not as good as the other people around you. And so I thought, what if I were to just say that statement? I failed. And automatically, just like that, I have taken away all the power that other people have over me in my life. Because there's nothing more they can take away from me because I've already admitted to their point. Yeah, you're right. Sure. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. I don't know. Let's assume that you're right, that you're smarter than me, that you're better than me in some way. Now what? What do you want to do about that? And I would bet that this topic has probably come up a number of times in the past few months during lockdown as well with everybody cooped down together. And then people start having arguments and they start trying to assert dominance or superiority over each other and then bid to make themselves feel a little bit better about themselves to show that, hey, maybe they have some self-worth. And oftentimes people will claim that self-worth by proving somebody else wrong in an argument. And sometimes that can be a very heated argument. And if you were to take a look at social media, you know, we're bragging about our lives, posting all of the highlights about our lives on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all these social media sites. And you know, the whole point of all of this, isn't it just to make sure that you're better than everybody else to show people that you're doing good, you're doing well? Why is it that nobody posts the lowlights in their lives? And so, well, I wanted to remind you guys that maybe all of us, are losers, right? Maybe we have all failed in life. In fact, quite often we pick and choose the people who we compare ourselves to, like we'll compare ourselves against a classmate, a family member, a relative, a coworker, and we'll pick and choose the people who we know are not going to be as good as us or who may be close, and then we can try to assert dominance over them. But why don't you compare yourself to somebody like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, myself, or Jeff Bezos? And that's because the thing is, when you compare yourself to some of the greats, then you've realized that most of us have already failed anyways, compared to those people who came from the same type of background as we did. And yet they were able to achieve success that was a 100 times, a 1000 times or a million times order of magnitude greater than whatever you're bragging or boasting about on your social media Facebook page. Right? For example, maybe you're bragging about a new pair of sneakers that you just bought for 200 bucks and you feel really good about that. Well, for Warren Buffett, that's trash, total trash sneakers, right? He wouldn't even wear sneakers worth anything less than, say, $5,000 maybe. And the same really goes for arguments that you may encounter in day-to-day -day lives as well when you're criticizing somebody for being lazy, not working hard enough, not being smart enough, not rich enough, or not having the proper manners. Well, let's take a look at you. Are you really that much better? In fact, everybody around me is total trash in reality when you compare 
the people here to say Queen Elizabeth's impeccable manners or Bill Gates' vast amounts of wealth or Elon Musk's work ethic and drive or the overall success of somebody such as myself, the light of success shining down upon me. And so that's the first thing I wish more people would understand. Let go of your ego. Stop trying to prove yourself all the time so much. You've already failed. We've all failed. Everybody's failed. And at this point, it's really just about trying to make the best of a bad situation where you're a failure, everybody around you are failures, and you're just trying to have as good of a time as possible here. Because when you compare yourself to some of the great people out there, everybody's a failure anyways. The second thing to understand is that when you take a look at the way companies like Google, Facebook, these top tech companies, how they hire people, they don't hire based on weaknesses. They use something known as strengths-based hiring, which is you take a look at the positives of the people, the good traits, and you think about how you can use that because everybody has weaknesses and it doesn't do much good to focus on those weaknesses. What you want to do is fill in those weaknesses with other people who can help supplement that. So for example, there may be somebody very good at coding, but not very good at communication skills, which is very normal in this world. And what you do is instead of criticizing this person for not having good communication skills, you learn to just leverage their coding ability and then you try to work with their communication skills and just understand that it is very rare for people to be perfect across every single axis that you can possibly think of. And a lot of these axes are even diametrically opposed, such as the ability to have a hard work ethic and then the ability to relax and let go. Those two usually don't come hand in hand. And the more I thought to myself, I'm a failure. Am I a failure? I don't think I'm a failure per se, but rather I have failed at life, which doesn't necessarily define who I am. In fact, what would define me is the way I handle failure, the way I react to that, whether I'm able to pick myself back up and continue going. And maybe, hey, maybe later in the future, I'll be able to succeed and turn this whole ship around. But I think if you were to let these failures define who you are and to base your whole life around certain failures, certain points in your life, then you're really giving too much credit to these events in your life and you're letting them control and shape who you are. Whereas, you know, maybe what you should really be doing is just moving forward in life. And there's going to be a lot of events that come against you, right? No life is truly perfect. There's going to be all sorts of bad things that happen to people. We're all going to die anyway, right? Everybody's dying. Everybody's sick in one way or another. We're sick of age, for example. And so I would say there are certain things in your life that you really just have no control over. And if you don't have control over it, then it doesn't really do much good to worry about it or to think about it. And then for the things that are within your control, such as how do you react to mistakes and failures in your life? Do you learn from these? Do you pick yourself back up? Do you keep going? Do you self-introspect? Do you learn to find the opportunities in the problems in your life? And I think if you're able to do that, then that's really as much as you can ask for yourself. And so overall, I know it's very easy to come to this video and point at me, laugh at me and say, hey, maybe you're better than me, right? Because I admitted that I'm a failure on camera. But you know what? I don't think you're better than me. I mean, yeah, I'm a failure, but I'm still probably better than you, right? Which means that you're probably even a bigger failure than me. But you know what? It's funny. It doesn't really make sense to compare two pieces of garbage because it's all trash in the end. It's all worthless. And so my suggestion for you today is to consider letting go some of the pride, the ego that you have, where you hold yourself in such high regard compared to everybody else around you, where you, you know, most of us, we think that we're better than the other people we see in our day-to-day -day lives. We think that we're the hero, the main character, the good guys in our own little movies in our heads. And there's even a statistic that most people think they're better drivers than half of the population. When, when everybody thinks that, that statistic cannot possibly be true. 
Now, if you were to let go of some of your ego and pride, then I think you would find yourself more able to improve, to be receptive to critical feedback in which maybe you'll be able to learn a little thing or two about yourself, to be less argumentative perhaps, where you absolutely have to prove a point or to uphold your own face, your own pride for some silly reason where you're unable to admit mistakes or to apologize to other people. Some people you never see them say sorry, ever. And I think so many of us don't even try some of the ideas and ventures that we have in our heads because we fear public humiliation and the chance that we might fail. Whereas in reality, failure may be the quickest path to success. And one more thing, I think that it is only the truly successful people out there who will actually be able to tell you and admit to you that they are a failure. They'll be able to admit their mistakes, point to their own shortcomings because they don't fear that. They've got nothing to fear. They know who they are and they have the confidence behind that. And it's only the people who are somehow insecure, who have low self-esteem or who have some sort of imposter syndrome who you will hear clamoring and arguing and pushing their point so hard that they're not a failure, that they're somehow right in one way or another. And so that's how you know that I I'm a success. And do you know what else is a success? Ting Mobile, that's what. See, if you're locked in to some expensive cell phone plan that's overbilling you every month, then you'll want to check out Ting Mobile, a low cost, no contract cell phone plan. I would use to spend 50 to $80 per month just on my cell phone service, thinking there was no other way to get a mobile plan when in reality, there are more modern, smarter ways to get low cost mobile service. And so cutting your cell phone plan in half has never been easier with Ting Mobile's new plans. Get talk and text for just 10 bucks a month. They the plans at just 15 bucks a month and unlimited for 45 bucks a month compare that to your cell phone plans so make yourself successful today check them out over at tackly.ting.com and you get a free 25 dollars just for trying them out so that'll do for me hope you enjoyed that video let me know though how many people do you know in your life who are able to actually admit their own mistakes to be able to say when they're wrong to be able to say that they're sorry let me know in the comments below i'll see you there if you liked the video please give a like and subscribe and i'll see you in the next one thanks bye